Welcome to the Body Positive Goddess Podcast, a safe and honest space where we talk about all things body positivity and tips and tricks to practice self-care and self-love with a sprinkle of magic. My name is Freya Titland, and I will be your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Body Positive Goddess podcast. This episode is all about um, going on dates for the first time as a fat person and what that looks and feels like and all that really fun stuff, right? (laughs) We also have um, a tarot pull as well. I've been thinking about um, how to kind of wrap up the month of June and how we're going to be going into July and what that looks like in terms of mental and emotional well-being. So um, it's a jam-packed baby. Let's get started. So I'm going to start with the um, card spread, actually. So I'm using um, the Fairy Tarot card deck. Now, this deck was created by Doreen Virtue. I have some issues with her later in life. She's said some um, things that I don't necessarily agree with, but the deck itself is really gorgeous, and I've decided to keep my deck. I'm not just going to throw stuff out. And also, you can attach your own meaning to anything, even to things that were maybe created by people that you're not a huge fan of. So that's what I'm choosing to do in this moment. So I pulled a three-card spread with the Fairy Tarot card deck. And the first card I pulled was the Nine of Summer. These are beautiful cards, by the way. They're really magical, super ethereal, fairies everywhere, sparkle. It's gorgeous. So we've got the Nine of Summer. And the Nine of Summer says, Wishes come true dreams fulfilled, a magical time of life. And I'm looking at this card as like, this is what I want. This is what I've been working towards. This is what my heart desires. I want my wishes to come true. I want my dreams fulfilled. I want this magical time in my life. How do I get it? What do I have to do? And I pulled from there uh, the number 16 card, Life Experience. And that one says, let go of belief systems that no longer work for you. An important life-changing event, a situation that leads to significant opportunities. So I said, okay, that sounds nice. (laughs) That sounds good. But I love when I'm focused on, not just for myself, but collectively for anyone that's listening, I'm focused on like, all right, well, how do we get to this next level of healing? How do we get to this next level of goal achieving, goal affirming accomplishments, right? And for some reason, it's always let go of limiting belief systems. That's like the first thing that always pops up. So I think that that's really interesting because... I don't know about you, but I know about me. I hold on to stuff out of a space of fear, fear based, right? And it really, really hinders me. And recently, I've been just jumping and taking risks and taking a huge leap of faith and trusting that the universe, like, has got me. And it's been paying off. So I really do 
strongly, strongly believe there is something to be said for letting go of these limiting belief systems. Like they might've served you in the past, whatever your beliefs were, or even the way you did stuff, your routines, they served you. You needed them at that time of, in your life. You needed them to survive. Now we're going to step into something new. So things have to be shifted and moved around and even let go of. That's when we get those important life-changing events, these situations that lead to significant opportunities. And lastly, I pulled the Prince of Autumn. And the Prince of Autumn is dependable, protective, chivalrous, and humorous. So maybe this is a person in your life. Maybe this is you. And this card also says cautious but wise action, meticulous attention to detail, and kindness to others. Well, that's always important, right? Kindness to others. But what I think is so funny about that is the cautious but wise and meticulous attention to detail because we could want something. We could want something so freaking bad, right? So we jump because we should and we let things go, but we don't think about what we do when we fall into this new situation. Well, I'm just going to jump and I'm going to do it, but what do you do when you get there? What's the plan? What do you want? How do you achieve that? And so this kind of attention to detail seems very important. And I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, your kindness comes back tenfold, right? So always be kind to people, always be that dependable person and have a little humor in things that are going on in your life. And some stuff is going to open up, baby. Some stuff is going to open up for you and me. And I can't wait to figure out what that is because I've got a lot of stuff that I'm on hold for in terms of auditions and casting and blah, blah, blah. So that's my own personal, like, throw that into, into the pot. That's what I would like to happen. But also just new ways of thinking, new ways of loving ourselves, new ways of thinking about ourselves in a more positive light. I mean, we just had summer solstice. We just had Letha for those who celebrate. We literally were at the sun's like pinnacle, the sun's pinnacle yoga posture, (laughs) the sun's pinnacle posture, the peak of brightness. We can channel that energy and channel that sunlight and that warmth and that vibrancy into ourselves and think about ourselves that way as vibrant, full of life, energetic, blossoming, all these beautiful things. So I hope that this is helpful and it makes you think about some things that might be going on or some things that you can do to change your outlook, change your perspective, um, find some new ways to do things that maybe you thought you'd never do before and uh, wishes come true, dreams fulfilled. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay, so the juicy reason we're all here today is to talk about what it's like to go on first dates while you're fat. Now, I'm doing this episode because I had this like moment of panic last night. Um, I was going to see someone for the first time. And I've only met this person online, like through a dating app and they have my social media. And so like, they know what I look like, right? They know what I look like, but it's different. Like seeing someone on social media 
and then seeing them in real life. And I was feeling like super bloated yesterday, really tired. I had a really long day. I wasn't like feeling myself. I could not find an outfit that worked. I could not find an outfit I liked. And I like to dress like badass, I guess is the best way I could describe it. Cause that's what makes me feel good. And I was just wearing like a basic, like jeans and a t-shirt with like some kind of kimono situation. And I just wasn't feeling myself. And I just kept thinking like, oh, I'm too fat for this outfit. I'm too fat for that outfit. Oh, this doesn't fit me the way I want it to. Oh, I don't look good in this. Oh, my stomach is bloated. Oh, I feel this. I feel that. Da, da, da. What's the point of even going? And then I like stopped and forced myself to go. And I had a really great time. And he thought I was beautiful. And we had just a wonderful evening. And, you know, it ended the way I wanted it to. Wink, wink, if you've been listening to my past episodes. But but I still had this moment of like, I'm not going to leave the house because I didn't like the way I looked. And I didn't like the way I felt. Field. I didn't like the way I felt. Um, <laughs> can you guys tell that I'm exhausted, mentally drained? But I had this like, I get panic is like really the only word I can come up with because I'm thinking, oh, well, he I'm going to look different than my photos. He's going to be surprised, blah, 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 blah. He's not going to find me attractive. And I really had to like cut the negative self-talk. I had to cut the shit. I had to cut the fucking bullshit and give myself a stern talking to, as I often do. And it got me thinking about all these other times where, you know, you create a dating profile and you put up your best photos and maybe they're the photos where you look thinner or whatever, your stomach is hidden, your arms are hidden, whatever the fuck it is, right? And then you have to go meet this person for the first time, you know? And what I've noticed recently, except for one person, the people that I've been having, for (laughs) lack of a, a better word, relations with, I've known these people prior they know what I look like. And so I think that there wasn't so much pressure to be like, oh, well, uh, they don't know what I look like and they might not like me anymore because I'm fat, blah, blah, blah. But when you're meeting someone for the first time, it's like really scary. It's really scary. It's like, I feel like I should have like a hazard sign, like, oh, dating while fat, like and wear it on my head or something. But I don't know if anyone else has ever had this experience. And, um, I would love to know your thoughts on on this also. I'd love to know how you deal with this and overcome this when you're going out for the first time and seeing someone for the first time. But I know for me, it's, it's, it's really scary sometimes. And I hate that I feel that way. I really, really do. I really hate that I feel that way. And so I am going to give you my tips and tricks for how to handle that kind of situation, or at least like the stuff that I do or the stuff that I tell myself, you know, the mental like hype woman in my head and on all that kind of thing. But, um, you know, it, it feels crappy and I don't like that I have to do that. Because, you know, I mean, I have this fucking podcast where I talk about body positivity and I tell you guys this all the time. Like, I still struggle with this on a daily basis. And I think that's part of the reason why I do the podcast so that we can talk about these things more openly. But 
I actually, I got into the car with a friend of mine who I haven't seen since like high school. My body has changed significantly since then. And I got in the car with him and the whole time I'm like shifting my body. I'm trying to sit a certain way. I'm like pulling on my shirt. I'm worried like, oh, I don't like the way I look like from the side and all of this shit. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, what the hell is actually wrong with me? Nothing, of course, we know this. But in the moment, I'm like, what the hell is like, why do I care? You know, like, this person knows what I look like. They have me on Facebook. They have me on Instagram. They see me post pictures almost every fucking day. Like, what is wrong with me? And I had to sit and really think about that. Like, why am I like this? Why is this happening? And of course, we already have those answers too. Society has conditioned us this way. Some Or someone has told us that we're fat and therefore we're ugly. Or someone has made us feel less than because of what our body looks like. And so we go out on these dates and in the back of our minds, it's just, oh my God, you know, do they find me attractive? What do I look like? Should I sit a certain way? What kind of food should I order? I don't want to look like I'm eating too much, blah, blah, blah. If I drink too much, I'm going to eat more French fries, all of this stuff. At least that's me. (laughs) At least that's me anyway. And I just like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate that that is something that happens to me. And I definitely was feeling that last night. And, um, like to the point that like I was sitting a certain way on the couch, I was like wrapping myself in my, in my kimono. And then at some point I had to be like, you know what? This is not who I am as a person. Took the kimono off, chilling, arms out. Hell yeah. Tummies out. Tummies out 2021. That's where we're (laughs) Didn't care. And guess what? We ended up sleeping together anyway. So what what even like what even was going on in my mind like what even like and even if we didn't that doesn't matter either what was going on in my mind nonsense so what I did to overcome that and what I often do to overcome that because this happens in audition situations too I think I've talked about this on the podcast before I can go into a room And there are like hundreds of other women and they're all half my size or they look very different than me. And I start thinking, oh, what the hell am I doing here? No, they called me here. They want me. They want this body. They want this face. They want this person. They called me. And it's that same kind of concept. They called me. They want to see me on this date. They want to take me out. They're pursuing me. They know what I look like. What is my problem? And so I had to adapt that same kind of mindset before I went on this date. And so what I had to do besides texting a friend and complaining, because that was definitely in there, is I literally sat down and maybe we'll do it together. Yeah. I haven't done a little meditation on here in a while. So maybe that, yeah, let's do that. So, because that's kind of what I did. So I had to be my own hype person, but first I had to get in like this state of relaxation, this state of comfort, this state of, all right, let's get neutral because I was operating so high all day and then I was exhausted. And so all of a sudden my energy is way down here and now I'm in that energetic space trying to get ready for a date. Come on. We know it's not good. It's not going to be good. And that's the space I was operating out of. Um, So I said, okay, let me get neutral. 
How do I get neutral again? So um, if you're driving, like, don't do this. um, But what I did, I sat on the couch and I'll just take you through it. I'll take you through a very, the very brief meditation that I did. And I hope that you can come back to this or something like this when you need it. So I took three deep breaths. Once I got myself centered, I got into a comfortable position. I tend to put one hand on my womb space and one hand on my heart. That's just my own personal thing. You can do whatever feels good for you and your body, especially like not everybody has a womb space or not everyone has one that wants one. So why would I want to highlight that? That's just what I do personally. And so I had one hand on my stomach, one hand on my heart. I took three deep breaths and I inhale and I exhaled and as I was inhaling I was thinking like all right calm tranquil ocean softness so I inhaled that and as I exhaled I was picturing all right negativity bad thoughts fear all that stuff leaving my body And when I did my third inhale, I thought about being filled up with light. And as I exhaled, I thought about all the stuff, the impurities, the bad stuff in my body that I just wanted gone, all the negativity, and I let that go. And I sat in that for a moment. So sit in that for a moment. Take your three deep breaths and envision what you want to come into your body when you inhale and what you would like to leave your body when you exhale and sit with that sit with those feelings if you're clenching your jaw or squinch squinching squinching your face or squeezing your shoulders together let that go especially the jaw let it go let all tension in your body be released And then in my mind, I began to think. I began to say, okay, I am worthy. My body is beautiful. I am wanted. And I said it in my mind until I believed it. And I said it out loud. I am worthy. My body is beautiful. I am wanted and I said that over and over again until I switched it up because halfway through I thought it doesn't matter whether I'm wanted by this person or not I'm wanted by my damn self because I'm amazing and so I switched the narrative I went all right let me take myself out of this outward desire I wish to have and bring it into a more in inner space and I said I am worthy, I am love, I am joy. I am worthy, I am love, I am joy. And one more time. I am worthy, I am love, I am joy. And that got me back to a neutral space. And I sat with that. I sat with that for a while. That feeling, the feelings of I 
am love and I am joy. And because I reminded myself of those things, it reminded me that this person's opinion of me actually doesn't matter. That was the key. Because first my desire was, I wish to be desired by this person. I wish to appear desirable. I wish to be wanted. I wish uh, to be liked. And those are all very valid things, by the way. We all want those things. I want those things every damn day. But that gives your power away. And that keeps us in this lower negative space. That gives our power away. That says, my happiness is dependent upon how this other person is viewing me. And that's not how it should be. Your happiness is not dependent upon whether this person finds you desirable. Your happiness is dependent upon how you feel about yourself. And that was the key. And I had to remind myself of that, but I wasn't getting there until I was neutral, until I was operating out of this neutral space. And my coach Cassie taught me that because I tend to run very high, strong and wired, or because probably because of my depression, I can in an instant drop. And now I'm way down here, but I am a workaholic and I keep going and I'm operating out of this really low negative space all of the time without taking the time to get myself neutral. So if you're like that, I highly, highly recommend taking a pause, taking five minutes to get neutral because that problem that you were probably trying to figure out that you couldn't get, you'll probably get it now. This emotion you're dealing with that you don't know what next steps to take, you'll probably figure out the answer when you're neutral. Absolutely. I guarantee it. And you'll feel better about yourself going on a first damn date when you're in a neutral space. Because you have to remember, just like in the audition room with me, they want to see you. They want to see you. They know what you look like. And guess what? If they don't like what they see... That ain't the one, baby. That's it. If they don't like what they see, they're not the one, baby. That's okay. That's perfectly fine. Their loss. That's on them. If they can't look past the physical and see who you are as a person, then, I mean, you dodged a bullet. If you're going on a first date with someone or you're seeing someone or even talking to someone and they're so wrapped up in what you look like, You're dodging a bullet anyway if they don't want to see you. If they have an issue with larger bodies, you dodged a bullet. And it won't feel good in the moment, obviously. I'm not discounting that. I've had this experience all the time. Like I told you in the last episode, like someone was like touching my stomach and they were like, oh, I like all of this. And I'm like, all of this? Okay. Like, what what does that mean, bro? Like, Like, what? Like, people don't think before they speak and people really have like a skewed vision of what the world is like and what people should be like. So if you are a person that is experiencing this and you're starting to go on dates again, or you're starting to talk to people, get yourself neutral 
and remind yourself that the outside validation is not what we need. It's not what we need. It's not. It's how you feel about yourself inside that is the most important thing. And trust me, I know it's easier said than done. I know. I know. But if we hold on to that, we hold on to these feelings of I'm so fucking worthy, whether you want me or not, you're going to start to attract the right people, the right person, the right experiences, the right freaking job opportunities. I mean, the right life experiences, the right everything. When you're operating from a space of I've got this, I'm worthy. I know what I'm worth. I don't need your validation. Everything around you is going to shift. Remember letting go of belief systems that no longer serve us? Everything is going to shift. And people are going to go, whoa, who's that? Who's that baddie over there? (laughs) Who's that baddie over there with the self-confidence, baby? It's you. It's you. That's who it is. that's how we're going to be living our lives. Tummies out 2021. I'm going to the beach tomorrow wearing a bikini. I don't give a fuck out here. (laughs) I got this belly button pierced for a reason. Everyone's going to see it. That's the energy we're taking into the rest of June, into July, throughout the summer, throughout the rest of the year. I believe in you. And honestly, seriously, I know it doesn't feel good, but If these people don't want you because of what you look like or what your size is, bye. Um, bye. Because they're not the one. They're not the one. They're a piece of doo-doo caca. And they're not the one for you. And you got to remember that always. I'm going to finish this episode with a poem by a contact slash friend. But a contact of mine, Dori Varga. She published a gorgeous, gorgeous book called Watching with Closed Eyes. And she has a poem in it called I Want You to Know Me. And it reads like this. I won't hide the stretch marks on my thighs, my ass, my belly. I won't hide these sinking boobs and grown-up nipples. This body is a map of every breath. This body is the sound of home. I think that's beautiful. And I just hit my phone with the book, if you're wondering what that noise was, if it made a noise. But I think um, that's absolutely beautiful. It's gorgeous. And it's a nice reminder that our bodies are literally a roadmap of our lives. Our bodies are a roadmap of our lives. And that is nothing to be ashamed of. All of our lives are different and all of our bodies are different. And a reflection of those different lives. And that's a really beautiful thing. And I hope you'll remember that. And I hope I'll remember that (laughs) when we start to feel bad. That this body is my home. And I'm going to treat my home with love and respect. And if someone else doesn't, then kick them outside. Kick them to the curb. That's it. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I love you. See you next time.